Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel or another episode of the Think Like a Scientist podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the seven powerful insights that I learned in 2021 and hopefully, or you may, learn something from it as well. So the first most powerful insight that I think really will define everything else that I'm going to say is to know your why and find your why. Learn why you do the things you do. What drives you to take action? And this is different from your what. Your what may be your occupation or what you do or what you study or or the things that you do. But learn what your why. What what drives you to do the what. And so a lot of people say, I want to contribute to the world. I want to have an impact on the world. But learn not just how or what, but why you want to contribute to the world. And everything else will fall with it after. And this comes to my next point, which is to live the way you want your future self to. Build habits, break habits, create a system, learn things, unlearn things. A lot of what we learn is really unlearning. Unlearning is learning. And know who you want to be and live that way now. A lot of people misunderstand the difference between lifestyle and habits. You don't need to upgrade your lifestyle to be who you want to be. And contrary to popular belief, you don't actually need to upgrade your lifestyle at all throughout your life. Because the habits that you embody right now is what's going to shape who you want to be and who you become. So so don't just know your what. Know who you want to be and live that way now. This also comes to my next lesson, which is be micro impatient and macro patient. If you enjoy what you do, it'll solve most problems. Enjoy the pursuit of lifelong learning. Everything is really goal-oriented, but enjoy the pursuit of that goal and not the outcome. You can enjoy what you do by learning how to implement your why with your micro-goals. So your micro-goals are the tasks or the daily things that you do that will eventually lead up to your macro-goals. Enjoy the pursuit of that that macro-goal and be micro-impatient. And the next thing is something that we all kind of know. But the way I want to lay it out for you here will hopefully help you actually visualize and, and, and understand the power of it, which is that collaboration will always win over competition. And you may listen to this and you're like, yeah, we've all been taught this. But really, well, when you're trying to solve problems, it really comes to you the power of working with, with other people and the, and the power of of fostering a community. Once you understand these, the, the three types of thinking, you will really see the power of collaboration. So first it starts with zero-sum thinking. It's that my win is your loss and that someone else's loss is my win. And we all kind of know this. Not helpful, very shallow thinking. It's not going to help you solve problems and real-world problems. But then the next one is positive-sum thinking, which is we can all win. There's no competition. And this is an upgrade from the zero-sum thinking. And the positive-sum thinking is is something that's very, very um, much more powerful than the zero-sum thinking. It actually gets you to help you solve problems. This is where collaboration comes into place, which is the sum-product thinking. Or what I like to call the infinity game. Or actually what, what I learned from Simon Sinek, which is the infinity game. Which is that if we collaborate together, the win can be so much more greater than the two of us. And this thinking will really help us solve some of the world's most taxing challenges. 
And this also kind of comes to my next lesson or most powerful insight, which is first principles. Problem solving requires you to identify assumptions and biases. And we all have this. I have this. I have blind spots and and we need to we need to develop mental models so that we can identify our own blind spots and know our own limits. And so we have to reverse engineer it. Get to the root cause of the problem and then build your way up from there. And this is essentially what my podcast name comes from, Think Like a Scientist. It's the type of thinking and the mental models that we we develop throughout our life that will allow us to solve whatever problem and, and successfully execute our ideas. The next one, which really also puts into play everything that I just spoke about, which is the compounding effect. This concept can also be applied to literally everything, your relationships, your your finance, your successes, your ideas, your businesses, and all of these types of things. And it essentially comes down to this. You cannot predict your future or perfect your actions. We we have a tendency to fear uncertainty and we want certainty. So we and so we try we try to perfect our actions and try to think that we can predict the future in a way that will will help us be certain about things. But that can never be the case because life is uncertain. It's it's made up of uncertainties. We can't just be certain 100% of the time. And so we have to learn how to embrace vulnerability. We have to learn how to be resilient to failure, risk, and uncertainty. And a lot, of, a lot of the times when we fall, we think that, oh, this is, it's done. But success, or however you may define success, is never linear. There's always going to be some falls and, and bumps down the road. But you need to be persistent. Morgan Housel explains the compounding effect in relation to finance or investing. Whereby, for example, investing is never going to be linear. You know, there's inflation is never going to be constant. Recessions are never going to be constant. There's always going to be bumps down the road. And so you got to be resi- resilient to these uncertainties. Because when you look at the overall graph, there's going to be an overall upward direction. And so compound interest will work in your favor if you just don't interrupt it. And similarly, this also works with life concepts in general. When you're trying to achieve something, or when you're enjoying the pursuit of lifelong learning, it's never going to be an, a linear process. There's always going to be bumps down the road, dips and falls and, and, and all of these little successes, but you have to be resilient to these uncertainties and the compounding effect will work in your favor. The seventh most powerful insight I learned is to distinguish importance and urgency. You may have so many ideas that run through your head, but you have to learn how to distinguish importance and urgency because there are going to be important ideas, but they're not urgent. And we tend to want to jump from the urgent ideas to the important ideas. And it's easy to distinguish ideas that are not important or that don't serve our purpose or our why or vision from ideas that actually do. But the difference here with importance and urgency is that they both serve our why or purpose. With importance and urgency, there's kind of a gray area in the middle. Because both of these things, you know, kind of serve our purpose and our why and our vision. And so this is where building these mental models and tools come in. Because we need to learn how to distinguish importance and urgency so that we can separate them, delegate the ideas that maybe are important for now, and work on the ideas that are urgent. And so the most powerful insight that I've learned is how to distinguish importance and urgency.
And you can start by learning how to distinguish importance and urgency by implementing your why to your micro goals. And then prioritize what has the biggest cost to benefit ratio and then move down from there. Thank you for listening in to the seven most powerful insights that I learned in 2021. And uh, I'll see you in the next video. Thank you.